Welcome to day three of our week of Thanksgiving and giving thankfulness. Today we're going to focus on praise to God. How do you specifically give praise to God? And there are hundreds of ideas for how to do this in the Bible. I'd like to learn a few of them today, focus on a few of them from someone that the Bible tells us was one of the wisest men who ever walked this planet, a man by the name of Daniel. Even a quick look at his life reveals that one of the secrets to that life was the wisdom that he had from God. And one of the secrets to his wisdom was an everyday decision that he had to praise God. You might remember, if you've read the story, that the reason Daniel got thrown in that lion's den that he's so famous for is because he refused to stop giving praise to God on a regular basis. And so they had made a law against that, and when he broke that law, that's why he got thrown in the lion's den. Intelligence and knowledge without praise, and Daniel had intelligence and knowledge, but intelligence and knowledge without praise adds up to pride. It's when you add praise to the mix that God's wisdom begins to emerge in your life. In Daniel chapter 2, we see through Daniel's example three specific ways to praise God. It might not be the way you usually think about praising God. Let's praise God this way today. You praise God for his character. You praise God for what he's doing in your character. And you praise God for his actions in history. First, Daniel teaches us to praise God for his character. In Daniel 2.20, praise be to the name of of God forever and ever. Wisdom and power are his. So you tell God. You don't just know that God's power is great. You tell God. You think, well, doesn't God already know? You're not telling God for his sake. He's already perfect. There's nothing you can do to add to who God is. You're telling God for your sake. It does something good to our hearts to tell God who he is. You tell God your love is great. You tell God your faithfulness is wonderful. You tell God your decisions are perfect. God is not going to get prideful about it. He's God. One of the healthiest things you can do is praise God for who he is. And I pray that part of my Thanksgiving week this week, your Thanksgiving week, will be not just thanking God for some of the details of our lives, which we should, but also thanking God for the greatness of who he is. Praise God for his character. Praise God, secondly, for what he's doing to your character. In Daniel 2.23, I thank and praise you, God of my ancestors, For you have given me wisdom and strength. You have told me what we asked of you and revealed to us what the king demanded. Daniel had asked for an understanding of a dream that the king had had, and God gave him that understanding. And Daniel knew that he needed to praise God for what he'd been given. We sometimes, because of the busyness of life, we sometimes find ourselves asking God to answer a prayer but forgetting to thank God when he does answer the prayer. And Daniel specifically thanked God for the fact that he transformed his character as a result of the prayer. And that when God gave him wisdom, when God gave him strength, that enabled him to be able to see what the king needed. Many times when you're praying, and I'm praying, we're just praying that God changes some circumstance. And God does work to change circumstances But more than that, he's working to change you. He's working to change your character because that's what's going to last. That circumstance is just for the time we're on this earth, if that long. It may be just for a week or a month, but your character, that's going to last forever. So what's God given you? It's not prideful to say, God, thank you that you've given me a new love for my family. Thank you that you've given me a new wisdom at work. Thank you that you've given me a new sensitivity to the hurts of others. Thank you for what you've given into my life. It's a great way to give thanks and praise to God. And then Daniel teaches us to do a third thing, and that is to praise God for his actions in history. He takes a very broad look here in Daniel 2.21. 
He controls, God controls the course of world events. He removes kings and sets up other kings. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to the scholars. When was the last time you thanked God for his hand in world events? For the wisdom that he gives throughout the world, medical wisdom that he gives, or the wisdom to understand the psychological problems and struggles that people might be having, or the wisdom to see in a new way how to teach people. When's the last time you gave thanks to God for a Nobel Prize that somebody won and the difference that it made in the world? Daniel praised God for things like that. And when's the last time you thank God for the fact that even though we don't always understand world events and why one king gets to rule and another doesn't, that God's in control. He is in control. He's in control. Daniel 9, 15, as Daniel is praying about God being at work in the lives of his people, there's this brief prayer that he prays. He prays, Lord, do it again. Do it again, Lord. To me, that's pure praise about God's actions in our lives, rejoicing in God's power in the past and recognizing God's power in the present and looking forward to God's power in the future, what he's gonna do. You know, God's greatest action in history was the giving of his son. So when I praise God for his actions in history, it begins with Jesus. 1 Corinthians 1 calls the crucifixion of Christ foolishness to the world, but to us the wisdom of God. The cross is where God shows his wisdom and power to the world today. We sometimes have this picture in our minds of getting wisdom by visiting a holy man on top of some far-off hill, as if someone who is detached from the world is the person who has all the answers. Wisdom is found on a hill, but the hill is called Calvary. And it's not found in someone who's detached from us. It's found in that place where God identified himself with all the world. You want to see wisdom? You look at the cross. You want to enjoy the character, the wisdom, the power of God? You look at the cross. You praise God for what he did on the cross. That's his greatest action in history. Now, as you and I give thanks and praise today, let's just spend a minute learning from the example of Daniel and thanking God, praising God in the way he just taught us. Let's praise God together. Our Father, we do praise you for who you are. And we bring to mind your wisdom, your strength, your power, your faithfulness, other things about who you are that are coming to our minds right now. The character you have shown in this world, the character you've shown in my life. And Lord, I praise you for what you're doing in my character. I'm not perfect yet. I got a lot of growing to do, but Lord, thank you. And I encourage you to pray this prayer with me. Thank you that you're changing me, that you're working in my life. And then take a moment just to thank God for his actions in history. The history of your life, but even beyond that, the history of nations, the history of our world, and for the wisdom that the world sees in the cross of Christ. Focus on the cross and the love of God that you see there. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for the cross. Thank you for the love that you showed me on the cross. Let the truth that you love me no matter what guide my decisions and my actions today. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.